You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday for worship at 8.30 or 10.45. Find out more at asburybosier.org. Well, good morning. Uh, it's good to be with you again this morning as we continue our series uh, as we walk through uh, the book of Acts. Uh, uh, today we talk about the Ephesian riot, which like no one, no one has read the story. Very few have read the story. It's not one of the lectionary texts. Uh, it's not often uh, talked about. It's, it's the Ephesian riot, uh, which is, by the way, a really cool band name. You know, if you have a college band, Ephesian riot sounds like the best college band name uh, ever. Uh, so our scripture lesson comes from the book of Acts, chapter 19, beginning with verse 21. It'll be on the screens, and it's also in your Bible. Let us hear the word of the Lord. Now, after these things had been accomplished, Paul resolved in the spirit to go through Macedonia and Achaia, and then to go on to Jerusalem. He said, after I have gone there, I must also see Rome So he sent two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, to Macedonia, while he himself stayed for some time longer in Asia. About that time, no little disturbance broke out concerning the way. A man named Demetrius, a silversmith who had made silver shrines of Artemis, brought no little business to the artisans. These he gathered together with the workers of the same trade and said, Men, you know that we get our wealth from this business. You also uh, see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost the whole of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and drawn away a considerable number of people by saying that gods made with hands are not gods. And there is danger, not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, But also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be scorned, and she will be deprived of her majesty that brought all Asia and the world to worship her. When they had heard this, they were enraged and shouted, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! The city was filled with confusion, and people rushed together to the theater, dragging with them Gaius and Artemis. Uh, Aristarchus, Macedonians who were Paul's traveling companions. Paul wished to go into the crowd, but the disciples would not let them. Even some officials of the province of Asia who were friendly to, to him sent him a message urging him not to venture into the theater. Meanwhile, some were shouting one thing, some another, for the whole assembly was in confusion, and most of them did not know why they had come together. Some of the crowd gave instructions to Alexander, whom the Jews had pushed forward. And Alexander motioned for silence and tried to make a defense before the people. But when they recognized that he was a Jew, for about two hours, all of them shouted in unison, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. But when the town clerk had quietly or had quieted the crowd, he said, Citizens of Ephesus, Who is there that that does not know that the city of the Ephesians is the temple keeper of the great Artemis and of the statue that fell from heaven? Since these things cannot be denied, you ought to be quiet and do nothing rash. You have brought these men here who are neither temple robbers nor blasphemers of our goddess. If therefore Demetrius and the artisans um, with them have a complaint against anyone, the courts are open. And there are proconsuls. Let them bring charges there against one another. 
If there's anything further you want to know, it must be settled in the regular assembly. For we are in danger of being charged with rioting today, since there is no cause that we can give to justify this commotion. When he had said this, he dismissed the assembly. (laughs) This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The Ephesian riot. How do we get to this place? So uh, uh, this guy named, um, uh, not Artemis, goodness sakes, Demetrius. (laughs) Hold on to your pew. If I can't get that far without looking at my notes. Demetrius, Demetrius, who was a silversmith, really riled up the crowd and got them angry. But they had been angry for so long that they literally forgot what they were angry about. Have you ever been in that kind of situation before? You've been arguing about something for so long that you nearly, that you had forgotten what you were arguing about. Uh, There's this great little clip of the end credits of Disney's Inside Out uh, that I want to show you that that, that speaks to this. Let's take a look at that. And who can tell me what year San Francisco was founded? Anyone? Jordan. How much more of this? Five months, two weeks, and four days until summer vacation. Then it's off to the Bahamas with you-know-who. Come, fly with me, Gachinya. <sighs> Have a nice day. What are we mad about? I don't know, whatever Troy's mad about. What's Troy mad about? I don't know, I don't know. I know, Totally. We're a total fraud. Do you think they can see through us? Of course not. We're wearing eyeshadow. Being cool is so exhausting. Who's the birthday girl? Huh? Hey! Hello? Six years of drama school for this. This is okay. This is fine. We just need to go to our happy place. Triple them gun. I lift that up for the, uh, the one scene where it says, what are we mad about? I don't know. Whatever Troy's mad about. What's Troy mad about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This group had been arguing and they had been revved up to the point where they had forgotten what they were supposed to be revved up about. So Demetrius, Demetrius, how do we get here? Demetrius is a silversmith and he hears word that Paul is coming to town. So he says, hey, You've heard stories about Paul, and Paul has been leading people away from pagan temples. This is how we make our money. We need to run Paul off. This, this is what he, what he says. Men, you know that we get our wealth from this business. You also see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost the whole of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and drawn away a considerable number of people by saying that gods made with hands are not gods. And there's danger, not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, 
but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be scorned and she will be deprived of her majesty that brought all Asia and the world to worship her. Now, if you're in marketing, you see what uh, uh, Demetrius is doing. He starts by saying, guys, guys, this is really going to hit our pocketbook. This is really going to hurt business. Oh, oh, yeah, and, yes, and, and it's going to tear down worship of Artemis, and we can't have the glory of Artemis being... Fo- it's going to take our business away, right? And, and it's not quite true, I mean, as we talked about last week, right? Paul, when there was a discussion about can they go to the pagan temple or not, to eat meat that had been sacrificed from the pagan temple or not, what did Paul say? Yes, you can, sure, uh, or, or you shouldn't. Uh, if it's causing a stumbling block. So it's not even true that Paul is tearing things down and, and, and running people away from, from the temple. Because Demetrius and the silversmiths, what they do, uh, they make miniatures of the temple of Artemis, which is, uh, was one of the seven wonders of the world. So they were concerned that this Jesus movement called The Way, it wasn't called The Church yet, it was called The Way, was going to destroy their livelihood. And they were going to stop at nothing to stop it. Demetrius didn't say, well, you know, this Paul might be onto something. I might, I might need to rethink things. Or tell me more about this Jesus and eternal life. No, he goes, this is going to take my money away. We've got to stop it. Sometimes, sometimes Jesus is bad for business. Uh, but for all the right reasons. Like, for example, do you remember uh, in the Gospels when Jesus overturned the money changing tables? Um, now, Jesus is not opposed to currency or, or exchanging currency. The problem was is that they were abusing the poor with their interest rate, rates. They were abusing the poor. And, and more to the point, uh, we hear this in the gospel as well. The Pharisees, uh, they come to Jesus, and uh, much like Demetrius, they say, Oh, Jesus, you are a great teacher, and we know that you do not lead people astray, and you are a great rabbi. So tell us. Can we pay taxes or not? So Jesus says, show me a coin. First of all, he didn't have one. Hard to pay taxes when you don't have any. But he says, show me a coin. And they did. And he goes, oh, well, look at that. Whose head is on this, is what Jesus says. And it's Caesar's. You know, all the money changing that's going on, the reason they have those money changing tables is because you're not allowed to have this money on your person, in the temple. But the Pharisees have it on their person. This is not, um, show me a coin, give to God what is God, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. That's not about 21st century American tax code. It's about hypocrisy. Because the Pharisees were telling everybody they needed to change their currency. But they didn't. They had it on their person. Show me a coin, Jesus says. And when they do, he's already got them. That's why he overturns the money-changing tables. Not because Jesus is against coinage. Uh, Jesus doesn't say, uh, damn you because you've made my father's house a marketplace. No, damn you because you have made my father's house a den of thieves. They were abusing the poor. And when the poor are abused, Jesus gets mad. Sometimes Jesus is not so good for business. For all the right reasons. For example, in, in, in Mark's gospel... There's a person called the Gerasene demoniac. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? That's legit. And he was filled with lots of spirits, and the spirit's name was Legion. 
So then Jesus uh, is casting out legion. Uh, but there's a twist. Uh, and it, we'll put it on the screens. It's Mark uh, chapter 5, uh, verses 11 through 17. Now, there on the hillside, a great herd of swine was feeding, and the unclean spirits begged him, send us to the swine, let us enter them. So he gave them permission. <laughs> Jesus is negotiating uh, with, these, with legion. Send us into the swine. So Jesus says, okay, cool. He gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine. And then, get this, and then the herd, numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea, and they were drowned in the sea. Now, don't, um, this sounds like a story about Jesus' power, and Jesus' ability to heal someone, and, and Jesus' authority over unclean spirits. But how are you reading this if you're a swine herder, if it's your job to keep pigs, and you just saw 2,000 units <laughs> jump into the sea because Jesus told them to. Yeah, uh, well, we'll keep going here. Uh, next verse, it says, the swine herds ran off and told it in the city and in the county. Then people came to see, in the country, not the county, excuse me. Uh, then people came to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and they saw the demoniac sitting there, clothed, and in his right mind, the very man who had the legion. And they were afraid. Those who had seen what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine reported it. Then they began to beg Jesus to leave their neighborhood. Uh, they weren't begging Jesus because he had the power to cast out demons. They were not begging Jesus to leave because he had the power over unclean spirits. They were begging Jesus because they just lost 2,000 units of their inventory. Sometimes Jesus is bad for business for all the right reasons. Sometimes Jesus is good for business, but for all the wrong reasons. Like, for example, uh, one of my goals in life is not to take myself too, ser- too seriously. Our opening song today, <coughs> excuse me, it's called Jesus Saves. Shout it out so the world will know that Jesus saves. Great song. We kicked off worship with it. Great song, unless it's being used as a slogan for a bank. Uh, when you see like Jesus coming into the lobby, like long hair, you can see the commercial, you can almost see the commercial in your mind. Long hair, he walks up to start a savings account. Jesus saves. Right? See? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not talking about a savings account. <laughs> it's talking about salvation. Sometimes Jesus can be good for business, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, and this is what Demetrius is after. This is what Demetrius is trying to do. Oh, Paul is going to destroy the glory of Artemis, and the, 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 her glory is not going to be worshipped anymore. Paul is doing And it's going to kill business. Demetrius knows exactly what he's doing. This religious marketing that he's doing. As another example, and look, before I say this, I love, don't, don't panic. I see, I, Christy just turned white. Because <laughs> she knows when I say, right before I say this, she's like, oh, no, no, please, not, not today. No. Um, I love Disney. I'm glad you're all sitting down. I love me some Disney World. Disney movies, Walt Disney World, I love it. So before I say this, just understand, I'm a big fan. I mean, if, if Demetrius had said, 
Paul's coming to town and they're going to destroy Disney World. I'd be the first one like in the group, like picketing, like, no, no, you know, keep it going. So um, this month, uh, early this month for Black History Month, um, uh, the Disney Corporation released Black Panther in the movie theaters for free, which is amazing, outstanding. Uh, and Black Panther is getting a lot of awards, as they should. It's a great movie. I saw it in the movie theater. Uh, I have a copy of it uh, at my house. Um, the Disney Corporation has donated over a million dollars to the United Negro College Fund, which is outstanding. Until you realize that Black Panther, which is not Disney's only property, made over a billion, billion as in Bravo, a billion dollars worldwide. Now, a million dollars is more than I can donate. I probably won't see a million dollars cumulatively throughout my life. (laughs) But Disney donating a million dollars to the United Negro College Fund on a movie that has earned them one billion dollars worldwide. Are they really interested in transforming lives and, and offering opportunities for those who would not have an opportunity? Or is this literally the cheapest kind of marketing that they can do. Now, I love me some Disney. I love me some Disney. Uh, but this is very Demetrius in the way that it goes about communicating its message. Oh, the glory of Artemis is going to be uh, tampered with. We cannot live. Guys, it's going to kill our business. We've got to get rid of Paul. So Demetrius whips everyone up into a frenzy and he gets them downtown uh, to the theater, which is kind of like town square. Uh, And they're picketing and they're mad. But then something happens. It says that some are saying one thing and others are saying something else. And then they had forgotten why they gathered. And it's because confusion breeds antagonism. It breeds frustration And it breeds amnesia. Because confusion was sown, the crowd was whipped up into a frenzy and they'd forgotten why they were there and what they were protesting. I love how Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, let your yes be yes and your no be no. As Christians, part of our job description is clarity and truth. Because with truth comes clarity. Now, with truth often comes difficulty. The cost of discipleship is high. The cost of not being a disciple is higher. So truth doesn't mean it's easy. But with truth comes clarity. Definitiveness. And this is what Christ calls us to be. Not to seed confusion. Not to talk at both sides of our mouth. Not to whip up a crowd to the point where they're picketing and have no idea why they're doing it. And I love how, at the end of this, <laughs> the clerk of court, so to speak, says, we have, we have a procedure. Look, if you have a problem, hey, Demetrius, if you have a problem with Paul, take it to the courts. We have a system in place. You could do this. Instead of trying to avert that or subvert that and whipping up this crowd, we could all go down for this. Use the courts Use the, count, the pro counsel's office. We have ways to do this. It's like this. My, my sister, my sister is a teacher, one of my sisters. Uh, Melanie and Megan have two sisters. Uh, Melanie is a teacher. First of all, let me say this. If you're a teacher, God bless you. A double portion of the Spirit will rest with you today. 
Uh, my sister's a teacher, and she just kind of giggles when, 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 a, when a, a parent comes to her and says, my child cannot fail your class. And her reply is, not only can they, <laughs> they are, right? And, and then they go directly to the, uh, the principal's office. And I love that the principal that she, she works with, if a parent comes with a complaint, 99.99% of the time, the principal is going to say, have you spoken to the teacher? And 99.99% of the time, the parent often says, no. So then 99.99% of the time, the principal says, my work here is done. Go into, we have a process. Uh, I mean, you can cause a frenzy and start a Facebook group and get all mad about the stickers that they passed out at the dance or something. But there's a process for, that was totally hypothetical, by the way. I don't know if there was stickers that you passed out or not. I saw some folks saying, oh, how do you know? Like, I, was, I just made that up. I, I don't really know. If, is that a thing? No, okay, good. I was going to say, don't start anything. No, I just made that up. Don't, please. Don't, like, Our pastor says you can't put yellow stickers. Like, don't do that. I just made that up. I was being Demetrius. It just came off the top of my head. I don't know where I am anymore. Um, so Demetrius whips up the crowd. There's a process. And, 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 and the, the, um, the clerk of court says, uh, we find nothing against them. If you want to take it up with the, the lawyers, then, then go ahead. We have a process for that. Uh, and they decide to disperse the crowd. This great riot in Ephesus uh, ended up to be nothing. It was about to be something because someone was presenting something falsely, stoking fear, using religion as a mask for his own pocketbook to preserve his own power and wealth and status. And thankfully, cooler heads prevailed and the riot was dispersed. So the roadmap. Uh, if this is your first Sunday with us, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, but then here's the roadmap of where we've been going uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, Rabbi Gamaliel, if it is not of God, it will fall away. And if it is of God, you cannot overthrow it. Uh, and then uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how God's grace kept outdoing itself, where brothers were reconciled, and the outcast was welcome, and the enemy was converted. Uh, and then last week, we talked about Paul practically applying the Jerusalem Council, right? You can, unless you shouldn't. And understand, Paul's determination there was not based on a rule or what James said. It was based on the relationships that he had. You can eat this meat unless it will cause your brother or sister to stumble. Not because it's written down in a book. It's because it's detrimental to them. Love of God and love of neighbor. If you want to be Methodist about it. Love of God and love of neighbor. To where we are here today. May our yes be yes. And may our no be no. May we proclaim truth with clarity, not because truth is easy, but when the path is clear, it staves off antagonism, anger, dissension, and division. May our yes be yes. May our no be no. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Holy Father, we do give you thanks for offering us your truth, the truth of your gospel, the truth of who Christ is and what Christ came to accomplish, our salvation, 
saving us for your kingdom, a kingdom of truth, a kingdom of light, a kingdom of clarity. Not one that uses religion as a mask in order for personal gain, but a kingdom in which all are welcome, a kingdom in which the poor are given good news, a kingdom in which Christ is revealed. So pour out your Holy Spirit on us. Help us to be your children this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.